Welcome to tonight's special edition of Nightly Halacha. Uh, Nightly Halacha is an ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network, 613 on your dial. Tonight, special presentation uh, will focus on the, the yuntiv of Purim. Um, we don't, what, what a lot of times happens is that we go into these yuntifs. Now, I know Pesach, we spend forever shopping and cleaning and sukkahs, you know, we build the sukkah, we run around to find a lulav, um, you know. But sometimes in that preparation is lost what the yantav is, is really about. And yes, we, 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 we will have all the symbols, we'll have all, all the concepts and, and we'll have all of those things. But what is the yantav really about? And that's something I wanted to, to, to try to share some insight with you. And then, 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 we'll, then we'll discuss some very practical um, halacha that comes up um, that people know people get confused about uh, and, and what needs to be done. So what, what, let's, let's talk about the midrashic part of the yuntu first, and then, and then we'll talk a little bit of halacha. And, and, and then I think hopefully I can leave you with some with some sense of what this yantiv is about. The Gemara in Megillah has strange comments. And when I, when I say it's strange is because the Gemara asks, Esther minatora minayin, Mordechai minatora minayin, Haman minatora minayin. The Gemara asks, where do we see in the Torah there that that there's a reference to Esther. Now, so just to give you a little history uh, and to make the question deeper. So, and it's, a, it's really a fascinating story because it's a story about how, how, how Jewish people are always at the front and center of the universe. So we know there was a nevuah that's brought down to Shire, Yimio, or both, uh, I remember, I think it's Yimio, um, where it says, that, that we will be in Gullus after the destruction of the first base of Migdash for 70 years. 70 years. After 70 years, we're going to return uh, what's called the Jewish history to the second commonwealth, and, and we're going to rebuild the base of Migdash, and we're going to live in Eretz Yisrael, and, and hopefully all was going to be good. Uh, another time, we'll talk about some of the things that were messed up before that, um, uh, but, but okay, but that's, but that's not for now. Now, now, for some reason, and, and, and it's it's really it's really amazing for some reason that every not every Jewish king in the world, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, every non-Jewish king in the world was counting those 70 years. They were looking to to find out, to find out what was going on. When are the Jewish people returning uh, to, to their land? Now, I, I, I pointed out in the Novishir uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, one, one of the great um, theological crises for the church was the return of the Jewish people to Eretz Yisrael in 1948. 
because they came up with this bizarre philosophy that the Chorban Beis Amikdash happened because we didn't accept Christianity, except one problem. There was no Christianity in the year 70. Um, uh, and then, and then, then they, they enhanced this philosophy by saying that we, we are never going to return to the land because we don't accept Christianity. So in 1948, when Am Yisrael Taka returned to the land in the, in the great... Uh, and the great miracle of 1948, so they were in a crisis. So it took them, the Vatican, it took a long time to accept, uh, to, to, to accept the state of Israel, to, to uh, establish relationships, because they had a hard time with it. Now, now, so this sense of the Jewish people returning to, to its primacy in the world was something that goes as far back as, as, as the begin, beginning of history. It begins with Paro. It, it, it relates to Amalek, which obviously relates to our story. And it, and it, and it, it also relates to, to, uh, uh, to the story of Purim. Purim and, and then Hanukkah um, with the attempt to eradicate our religion all the way up to Bisban to the Holocaust and all of this thing. There, there are just, the, the success of the Jewish people is something that, that really bothered, bothered the, the world. Now, now, so it's fascinating. So, in, so for 70 years, we were in Gullis. We lived in Bavel and Persia and all kinds of places. Now, now what happened was, so when is the 70 years up? So that was a big machlokas. And everybody thought, so Gemara describes in Megillah how every king of Belshazzar and others, they all figured it out and they all were wrong, including Ahasuerus. On the third year of his kingdom, he, he was convinced that that was the 70 years. The Jews were not returning to the land, and he make and he makes this big party, and we know he brings out the the kalim of the base of That's why we say those words in the tune of Eicha, because because he 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 brought out the, the kalim of of the base of Okay, so that that's a little bit of the history. It's the it's in the Purim story is in between the first and the second base of it, it, it's it's a point in history where the world is sitting with a bated breath, waiting to see if the Jewish people are going to are going to come back. Oh, now, so with that with that said, so now with that in mind, so what is what is the Gemara talking about? Esther minatora minai and hama minatamordechai. What is the Gemara talking about? What is it? How? What's even the question? The story happened 2000, you know, um, 1500, 1500 years after, you, you, well, not 1500. It happened, I'll tell you exactly. It happened about 900 years or so after uh, Yitzhak Mitzrayim, after the Torah was given. What in the world are they talking about? Esther in the Torah? Esther's not in the Torah. Mordecai is not in the Torah. Haman is not in the Torah. So that's that's my, that's a question. So what's what's the pasuk that the Gemara quotes? And I think and I really think this is the answer. Anochi as haster astir panai bayomahu. The word Esther is a is a play on hastir. What does hastir mean? Hashem Hashem is hiding Hashem is hiding his face. In other words. Hashem is in the background. It's not clear. The moon isn't falling from the sky. The fires are not protecting us at night. Hashem is 
hiding in the background and, 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 and we have to look for him. That's the Pasuk that the Gemara quotes. What in the world does that have to do with Esther? And the answer is, and that, okay, and then Haman. So it's a fascinating Pasuk. Yeah. The Gemara quotes a Pasuk from Parshas Boratius about Haman. What's the Pasuk? So after, a, a, after um, the Nochash convinces, convinces um, Chava to eat from the eight Sadas, to eat from the tree of knowledge, so what happens? So so she does that and she gives it to Adam. Kaddish Baruch Hu comes after them and, and he says to them, Hamin ha'etz asher tzivisicha le'echol mimenu achalta. Did you eat from the tree that I told you not to eat? Hamin is the same spelling as Haman. What in the world is going on here? That's question number two. Question number three. Mar Daror. Where is Mordechai in the Torah? La, uh, two weeks, uh, well, last week's technically also. Uh, Parshas Kisisa, the Ketoros. Mar Daror. That, that, that's where we see Mordechai is in the Torah. So what in the world are these Gemaras saying? What, what, you know, Realistically, Mordechai is not in the Torah. Esther is not in the Torah. Uh, when, when the Torah is, is when the Torah says Hamina eats, it's not talking about Haman. What is going on in this Gemara? So I think I think the answer is, and I, I pointed this out about Hanukkah as well. That Jewish Jewish history is about trends. There's trends in Jewish history. Jewish history is a repeating cycle. Jewish history, but, but the cycle connects to the Torah. Everything evolves around the Torah. And what the Torah is teaching us and what the Gemara is getting at is that we have that how to live in how to live when, when things are not always so clear, when things are not always so obvious, when thing, when protection is not a hundred percent. hastir astir it doesn't just mean that Hashem is hidden. It means that we have to search out for him, that we have to look for him. He is there. Dershu Hashem, Behimatzo. If you start, we're going to say that in Torah on Wednesday. You search out, you search out Hashem, you're going to find him. But what the Torah is teaching us, what the Torah is teaching us that is that when things are dark, there's Hester upon him. It seems like it's all bad. We have we have we have to search for him. The Blizzard of Rebbe tells, um, um, I'm sorry, um, Yav Eliyach uh, tells a, a fantastic story. It's a famous story um, in Hasidic Tales of the Holocaust. Um, so uh, uh, if you've re- ever read uh, Yav Eliyach's book, Hasidic Tales of the Holocaust, if you haven't, it's a must read. Uh, um, not because she's brilliant, but because of the contents of the book. Uh, anyway, I should say a little shalom to, uh, to Yav Eliyach. Anyway, so she tells the following story. She said in Bergen-Belsen, the Blush of a Rebbe, Rabbi Israel Spira, who uh, Kaddish Baruch Hu made up for those lost years. He lived to a very, very, uh, he died about uh, 20 years ago, uh, uh, 25, but he was like extremely old. Um, I think he even hit three digits. Anyway, so the, so the story was that it was Hanukkah in Bergen-Belsen. And, and they, they came up with some creative way to create, to, to create a menorah. 
and, and they were, they were going to light candles. And, and, and imagine the scene. They're going to light candles, death all around them. They themselves, not knowing if they're going to live another day. And, 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 and Am Yisrael, at, at the darkest of times, is looking for a light, is looking to light the nearest of Hanukkah. So the story, the story goes that, 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 that they asked the Blizz of a Rebbe to, to say the brachas on the, and light the candles. So, so he said, you know, and, 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 he, and he said, When he got to Shechianu, he hesitated. And, and he stopped. And he said, and he said, and he said, how can I, you know, we're, we're in Bergen-Belsen. I'm Shechianu v'kimano v'giyano l'asman I should bless Hashem for allowing us to arrive to this, to this place. That 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 that's that's what I'm saying a bracha for, so so and he didn't know what to do. He really didn't know what to. do. He really hesitated at Shachiyana, but he, and he turned around and he saw that all the Yidin in you know in that area had gathered around for Hanukkah candles, and and, and the story is that he turns around and he said Shachiyana. So one of the uh, you know not such religious Jews. Um, you know, questioned him uh, afterwards. He said, right. he said, Rebbe, how can you say such a such a bracha? Well, you know, look at us, look at where we are. And and, and the Belizev Rebbe answered him, which is a yesoid in Jewish history. He said to him, he says, of all those Jews, despite everything that's happened, happening to them, all they cared about tonight was that we should fulfill the mitzvah of Neiros Hanukkah. That itself was worthy of the bracha, Shechiyana Vikimano. And the Lazmana Zeh, and then he lit the candles. And that maybe, maybe that was the beginning of the light that, that, that eventually got, got us to liberation and, and brought us to Eretz Yisrael. Uh, what the Torah is telling us is, is what Jewish history is about. And yes, Esther Minha Torah, because the story of Esther was a very dark story. And Haman was going to was going to destroy the Jewish people, but but it looks like it looks Hashem tells tells Am Yisrael it looks like I'm hiding, but just remember when there's a dark time in the time of Esther and you think I'm not there and you think I'm not watching. You're gonna, you search me out and you're going to find me and you go you're going you're going to realize that that indeed I, I am I am I am really there and and that's and that that's a very very important uh, message so it's not that Esther the character is Minha Torah the concept of Esther now what's what what, what let, let's talk about Haman Hamina eats Asher 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 I gave you what's what's the story of the Eitz Adas? So it's a little bit of a story of arrogance. The Nachash, through his arrogance, convinced Chava that 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 you know that she that she can eat. She doesn't have to listen to a Kaddish Baruch as many of Eras are. Many of Eras happen through Gaiva and, and arrogance. In fact, the Torah uses It is desirous. Taiva. There's a desire. The fruits are desirable. Uh, to eat. And, and Hamina eats. It was the Gaiva in the story. It was, and, and it's another lesson for all time that Gaiva doesn't get you anywhere. Humility, Avishfel Ruach, the Mishnah tells us, humility and humbleness is where is the route to go. Where, where, did, where did Haman's arrogance lead him to? It led him to the gallows. 
where 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 the, where the, where the humility of, of Moshe, of, of David, of, of all the great leaders, it led them to great to great places. And that that's that's the Marco from Barishis, a story where the Nochash in his Gaiva convinced Chava that 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 that, that they can eat from the Eitz Adas. Mardurur. Mardurur is, is the incense on the Mizbeah that made the base of Migdash smell good. Because sometimes, sometimes, especially in those dark times, when, when it seems that Kaddish Baruch Hu is, is, is hidden, it says you, you need that smell. You, 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 sometimes it begins with a smell. It smells like that things are starting, are starting to get better. Mar uh, Darur, Mordechai represented the, the Ketoros. Now, the Gemara tells a fabulous story uh, about Mordechai. It is, it is one of the great stories of Jewish history. The Gemara tells the story that that when when Haman uh, when Haman sent sorry when Achishverosh sent Haman to Mordechai to put him on the horse because they read from the Sefer as the Chronos, which by the way um, the Gemara says that's Aschalta Denes. That's the beginning of the miracle when when has insomnia and they read him from the book as the Chronos. It says that 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 uh, Mordechai saved the king and Veloki Bel Schar. So, 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 uh, you know, then Haman appears and says, What should we do to the person that the king, that the king wants, wants, wants to honor? And, and, and he said, and Haman says, you know, you know, you bring the, the royal garments and the horse and all and, and all and all the, the gold and the glitter and all and all and all the the chashkalo. So so and so what does he say? He says, you know, do whatever you, you just said about You go find Mordechai, you put him on those clothes and you lead him in the street and you declare This is what happens to a person that the king wishes to honor. What, what's what's unbelievable about this story is now let's 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 keep in mind the 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 context of the story. Haman has decreed is run wild through through Medina, the Medinos of Achashverosh. Every Jew was was fasting and davening and and they were wearing sak They were wearing sackcloth and it was it was just there was just uh, gloom and doom and it was the worst possible thing. Haman comes and he finds and, and he and he finds and he finds Achash, uh, um, Mordechai is, is, is sitting with, with and he's giving a shear. He's learning, and, and what are they learning? The halachas of kamitza. What's kamitza? The scooping of the min, of the korban mincha, the flower offering in the base of Migdash. What's the right way for the kohen to scoop? You know, he had to hold his fingers, uh, his hand like like this. If you could see my hand um, with his finger like that, and how he scooped it up, and they put it on the mispeah. Oh my God! There's no base of Migdash. There's no Jewish people. Mordechai says, "Ah, ah, ah. that's not how it works." They're sitting and they're learning the laws of the base of Migdash because despite Sakva Efer, despite the sackcloth, despite the threat of Haman, Mordechai taught us another lesson. Am Yisrael lo yishakev lo yinachem. The Nitzchias of Am Yisrael is guaranteed. That was a promise to Abraham. And they're learning the laws of Kamitsa in the middle of Tishabog, in the middle of the three weeks and the nine days and, and, and the terrible tragedy that, that, that's, that's taking place. They learn the laws of Kamitsa. They're learning the laws of the base of Migdash. 
because Mordechai knew that the, the chances of the return to the base of Nikdash is a lot higher than the chances of Haman being successful. And, and, and that's the Mar Doror. That's the incense, the spices, because you need that, you need that leader in the dark times to say, Rabosai, not so dark. It's going to be okay. You know, I, I have a thousand times told the story of the Panovich Rebbe saying that they're going to build the yeshiva, you know, in, in Panovich, where they did build the Panovich yeshiva. And he said it when Rama was getting close to Israel and it looked terrible in the blue. And he said, no, we're going to build. You know, the same idea of learning the, 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 the Kamitsa. And, and that's, and that's what happened. And that's, and, and, and it's just an, it's just an unbelievable message to us that when things are dark, we have to study the laws of the Korbanos. We have to study the laws of the Beis Amigdash. We have to study the laws of how to connect ourselves to, to, to our Kaddish Baruch And that's what Mordechai tells Esther. That's what Mordechai tells Esther. You know, when, when, when Esther finds out that Mordechai is sitting in sackcloth, so she sends clothes to Mordechai to, so that he should change his clothes. And, and, and as we know the story, Loki Bell, right? He says, Megill says he doesn't accept it. So then Esther realized that there's something up. So he sends, she sends a Hasak, uh, according to the Gemara, Hasak is Daniel, and, 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 and she, and he comes to Mordechai and he said, uh, and Mordechai tells her how Haman is uh, paid the, the Shkolim, uh, uh, Shkolim and, and uh, the whole story. And here's the, he's, he's out to kill us and, and it's all, give him a lot there. It's all going to turn bad. And you, Esther, have to go and stop this. <laughs> Think about that. It's pretty intense pressure. Uh, you have to go to the king and stop it and shut it down. So at first, Esther refuses. So what does Mordechai say to her? Im tacharishi He says to her, you think that this is over. It's not over. Let me tell you something, Mordechai. And let me and Mordechai says to her, let me teach you about Jewish history. Jewish history is filled with threats, it's filled with, with, with enemies, it's filled with people that try to destroy us. But I also know that that doesn't happen in the end. That you know, you might now remember you're in that spot to save the Jewish people. When you go up to heaven, if you're silent now, and they and when you go up to heaven after 120 years and they ask you, what were you doing? When you had that chance, you know, that was your moment. You blew your moment. You're going to be silent. You have nothing to say. As far as the Jewish people, okay, if you bow out of that role, somebody else is going to step into that role. Something is going to happen that will save the Jewish people. This is the story of Purim, this is the message of Purim. Hester Panim. Esther Look back to the Torah. Hashem already promises us in the Torah that in dark times, search me out and you'll find me and, and, and I'll protect you. And, and listen, you know, the Holocaust was a very dark time. But how many of those survivors are, have their names on yeshiva buildings and, and Bate Knesios and shuls all around the world? Because they had an insight themselves into Jewish history. It's called the indomitable spirit of the Jewish people. And, and, and three years later, you know, we, we, look what we've done in Eretz Yisrael. 
oh, the world is a scary place. Don't get me wrong. And, and, and you know, and we're living in very scary times. Same time, we've seen this before. Um, we've seen it before. We've heard the story before. It's a scary time. But it's okay. If you have faith in the Kaddish Baruch Now, that does not mean that you sit and do nothing. Look at the story of the Megillah. Mordechai knew this wasn't the end of Jewish history, but he, but he, but he, but in an act of desperation, he did everything possible to 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 turn the heavens uh, against Haman. Ramanivinarotsayatsumkein Esther says, "You're going to fast. We're going to fast. My my girls that are my servants are going to fast. Everybody's going to fast. We're going to do tshuva. We're going to we're going to we're going to turn. We're going to we're going to." barrage the heavens with philos and, and we're going to say you can't do this to us and it's going to be okay and, and Esther goes to Ahasuerus um, after the three days and it says she loves it says, the Medrash brings down she was wearing um, she, had, uh, she had a divine inspiration she had divine spirit to go and take care of, of what, what, needed, what needed to happen the Pusik says, so anyway, so these are the things that we're supposed to really be thinking about when we, when we enter the Yantif of Purim. Pusik says, right, the famous Pusik that we say every, every Motsay Shabbos. So, Ora Zutora, because they realize, the Jewish people, the Gemara says on the Pusik in the Megillah, Kimo Vakibu, Mar Shabbos and Dapechas, Kimo Mashakibu Kvar. They realized that they had they had moved away from the Torah. They had um, they were they were not keeping the Torah properly, and and they realized that that's the only answer. It's the only solution. And by the way, it is the single most unifying factor among the Jewish people: the Torah. If you think about Daf Yomi today, or Mishnah Yomis, or or anyway, there are. There are tens of thousands of Jews that learn the same page of Gemara every day, everywhere in the world. You can't. It, it, we're at the point where you cannot walk into a Jewish community anywhere in the world without there being a Daf Yomis here, because Torah unifies. People are learning Mishnah Yomis like 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 there's no tomorrow. Children are learning it all around. All around schools have started Mishnah Yomis programs. Ora Zutora, like Udamaisa Ora, that light. And that's the story of the blush of a Rebbe. He lit the Hanukkah candles because he knew that that, that 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 you need that when there's darkness you need to create light, and the light is 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 a mitzvah. The mitzvah of Hanukkah candles in his case, the Jewish people reestablished themselves. Torah, Vikar says tefillin, because what is tefillin? So the Gemara says so. So if you if you ever um um my personal shortcomings I don't say the tefillah before putting on tefillin but if you ever look at it it's a worthwhile thing to look at even if you just have the kavana of tefillah when you put on tefillin you're certainly okay tefillin shalyad represents a Kodesh Baruch Hu's outstretched hand when the time of Yitzhak Mitzrayim he, you know, he stretched out and protected us and then tefillin shalrosh is kenegan only the brain only, only if you look with clarity can you see can you see through Hester Panim, because if, if you do not look with clarity, and, and and that's 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 the light of Torah. If you don't look with clarity, you see darkness, you see hopelessness, you see Haman's going to be successful, 
that's the only thing you see. But but if you look, but if you look with aura, if you look at the aura of Torah, uh, if you look with the Moa, you see you see that a Kaddish Baruch Hu protects us and brings miracles. The Yadu Mitzrayim Kini Hashem, the pasuk says, the Mitzrayim will know that I am Hashem through what everything is going to take place. The Mitzrayim are going to be pushed up against the wall and 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 are not going to have any other choice but to draw one conclusion: Ani Hashem, that Hashem is in this world and Hashem and Hashem runs this world. The the so that that's that's very important. Um, the other thing is, Sasson, the Gemara says, is Brasmila. Again, all the forces that connect us to a Kaddish Brachel, the Torah, uh, the Tefillin, uh, Brasmila, all those forces, the, the, the Jews the Jews of Shushan Abira understood that, that that's our future. Whatever we're doing here is not our future. That's our future. And, and if you think about it, after the story of Purim, Although they should, many Jews did not return to Eretz Yisrael when they should have. But what they did in Babel maybe was equally as important as returning at that point to Eretz Yisrael. They wrote, well, the Mishnah was written in Eretz Yisrael. Eventually, the Gemara was written in Babel because because they established strong Surah and Pumpedisa and Masa Machasya and all, and all the famous places that the Gemara talks about. They they established strong, strong Torah centers in the Gullahs. And 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 they taught the people, the Jews of the Gullahs, that's the only way we can survive. And, and, and that lesson has resonated all throughout history. So 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 we want to know Esther Mina Torah Minayan. Of course, Esther's in the Torah, not Esther the character, Esther the message. The message of, of Haman about Gaiva. In order to learn Torah, you have to be humble because you have to recognize that I don't know it all. And there's so much more for, for me for me to learn. And, and Mordechai Mar Doror. Sometimes it's just a little smell that, that changes the whole perspective on, on how we look at things. And maybe it's that little smell in the positive direction that turns, that turns us around in, 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 in an entire and a positive way. Now, we know that the Torah, the famous Pasuk, says, Vayichan Sham Yisrael Neged Ha'har, that Am Yisrael gathered by the mountain. And we know famous Rashi, uh, Shlomi Dax made a big song out of it, uh, that, that Am Yisrael camped, and says singular, by the mountain. So, so in order for Torah to properly reestablish itself, and, and we said, Kimu Kibu, that the Jewish people try, the Jewish people realize that they have to reestablish the preeminence of Torah in their existence. So Mordechai created two mitzvahs. One is Mishraach Manos, and one is Ishle Re'ehu. There has in, in Klau Yisrael, there has to be a sense of Ishle Re'ehu. I can't live in a cave by myself without having connection to the rest of the Jewish people. Now, if you think about the concept of a minion, a minion, a minion teaches us that that it, it's not just about me, and I can't do it on my own. I need nine other people to daven properly. And then, and then, so first you need to reach out to each other. And then as a, when we establish the community, the Ishlereyehu is, is the community. When we establish that community, 
then matanos lavinu. Then we recognize that there are there are needy people within our community, and we have to give and we have to take care of them as well. Um, it's it's interesting that uh, the Mishnah in the beginning of the halachas of Chodesh Elul uh, quotes the acrostic ish l'reihu umatanos leavionim. It said that the acrostic ish aleph l'reihu lamed umatanos vav l'reihu spells out Elul. That that Elul is the time right before Rosh Hashanah where we do tshuva. But how do we do tshuva? We don't. Okay, so I, I understand if I didn't keep Shabbos properly and I didn't keep. Uh, Probably make brachos properly. I have to. I have to do some kind of chesed with a kaddish but, but 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 we know that Yom Kippurim is only mechaper. Yom Kippurim only atones for our sin, for the sins. Bein Adam only if I reach out to my friend and I'm meratas chavero. So the month of Elul, and, and that's why there's a, a lot of discussion that Purim is Yom Kippurim. That Yom Kippur and Purim are, are are connected. Is that idea? Is that is that in order to create? You know what do we say on Rosh Hashanah? Let's think about this. That we should form one society to do to do your will with a full heart. So how do we create that? Ishlareihu. We have to have relations with each other. We have to have positive. And and, and certainly we know when you send a gift to somebody. Um, you know, it's a smile. It, it's a good feeling. It it creates uh, you know very very good feelings among each other. And then matanos le'avionim. And then and then and then as a community, we we, we recognize that the community has needs, and we have to take we have to take take into account those that that are in need. Um, anyway, these are some of my uh, insights on the on on the Megillah on the story of Purim. Perhaps perhaps. Um, this is the kavona that we're supposed to have as we enter the Antelopur. I just wanted to give just a couple of quick things because I, I know it gets a little confusing uh, and in halacha, so I just want to make it clear. A couple of halachas very clear. And then, and then, and then we'll stop. Matanas um, Levionim, as I mentioned in Shul, is a unique halacha in tzedakah. Normal tzedakah doesn't have to get to the poor person right away. Whenever... Right, you give it in a tzedakah box, whoever is in charge, eventually he writes a check and eventually it goes. Purim is a halacha that it has to go to the poor person on Purim day. That's a halacha. Now, how much should go? So enough to, each person should be able to buy a meal. So that's about uh, five to ten dollars. Uh, you know, it doesn't, it's not a, we're, not, we're not sending steak dinners. We're sending uh, bread and drink or something, or something very you know, small. Uh, obviously, if you want to send a steak dinner and you want to give $100 to Matanas Levionim, to Lecha Bracha, then certainly that's meritorious. The Rambam writes that Matanas Levionim is essential before even considering sitting down to your Seuda. Uh, that, that, you know, you have to be a Mesameach, Lev Umlalim is the, the Pasuk. We have to, we have to um, bring joy to those that, 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 that aren't as fortunate uh, um, as us. So, so, so I, I would say that you should give about minimum of ten dollars. Now, how do you make sure that it goes to to poor people? Um, uh, if you give it to me, uh, some of you have already taken advantage of that. Uh, if you give it to me, I will make sure it gets to to to, to people that need it on Purim Day. Uh, alternative B is I collect for Od Yosef Chai, and and I pledge the money in Eretz Israel 
and they give out the money in Eretz Yisrael on Purim Day in our name, then I send them the money afterwards. But that is an essential mitzvah. It's one of the four mitzvahs of Purim and must be done. Uh, the second mitzvah is, is Mishalach Manos. Now, here's also where it gets confusing. Well, first of all, if you participated in the Shul's Mishalach Manos program, you do not fulfill the mitzvah of Mishalach Manos. It's a beautiful thing to do, and it creates community, it creates friendship. Chavra, chavra, isole. We wish each other Freyachim Purim, and where we care about each other, fantastic. You still have to give at least one, one, one. You can give a thousand, but you only need to give one. One, um, um, I, 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 to, I told my kids in school that theoretically I could walk into the room with one shalach manos, we could pass it all around the room, and the last person passes it back to me, and, and everybody fulfills the mitzvah of shalach manos. So we all know in the old days, you know, we used to get back to shalach manos that we sent out, and it was all fun and games. You don't have to give, you don't have to go around delivering to 100 people. You only have to give one. Now, what should you give? So number one, it has to be food that's prepared. Now, there is this thing about giving two brochas. I'm going to be very honest with you. Um, I don't know where that comes from. I have no idea where that comes from. Um, and I don't know anyone that knows where that comes from. I am not discouraging that. I'm not telling you you shouldn't give things with two brachas. I'm not, but I'm not so sure that that's a chiyuv. You have to give two different foods. Um, I, I don't know, um, a homentashen and a, a kugel, right? Right? Uh, well, two, that's two different brachas. Uh, a a, a homentashen and a lakshan kugel. So that's two, that's the same that's the same bracha, and but it's two different foods. I think you would be yotze. Could be even an apple and an orange. You would be you would be yotze. Again, I'm not discouraging the practice of two brachas. I'm just I'm just telling you the halacha uh, here. He says, right? He says very straight up. He addresses this topic and he says it is not necessary that there has to be uh, two separate brachos. Again, if that's, what, if that's your thing, please do it. Don't, don't stop on my account. But I just want you to know that if you ever got a shalach manos and it didn't have two separate brachos, they, as long as it's two different foods, they fulfill um, the, the, the mitzvah. It brings down uh, fish and meat and, and all, 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 all these things. And, but, but important with shalach manos, it has to be ready, ready to be eaten. Now, now, I'm not talking about that you might like it better hot, but now it's cold. I'm not talking about that. The food has to, like, you don't send the raw chicken for shalach manos. Uh, raw chicken is good for moschitim. Uh, but, you know, for, for shalach manos, you don't send the raw chicken. It has to be, some, has to be read, readily edible. And that's why all the cakes and all the stuff have become uh, a common practice uh, um, among, among our people. Um, and, and again, it's, it's very important. Uh, it's very important to to take care of this mitzvah is very important to create reos. Reos means reos means friendship. We want to create friendship among the Jewish people, and by sending gifts, um, we 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 obviously create that idea. Um, I do. I also want to point out that an avel does not get shalach manos. An avel has to give shalach manos, but an avel should not receive directly shalach manos. You want to give to their family, to their child, to their to their grandparents, to their Whoever you want to give it to, um, that I, I'm okay with that. But you should not give you should not give the ovel um, directly um, the uh, shalach manos. 
Um, it's a din in Shela Sholom, which many people hold that uh, apply the whole year. Now, uh, the last thing this uh, the uh, that I wanted to mention is about getting drunk on Purim. So, so it, it's really not not a correct practice. Um, what you're supposed to do, as the Ramah says, is you, you're supposed to drink Yosem Mikishi Uro. You're supposed to drink a little more than usual, and it's supposed to be wine. And, and why? Because that's when the that's the whole story came about through the wine. And he's supposed to take a little bit of a nap, a five minute nap. Doesn't have to be an hour and a half. People are not sleeping on Purim, and that's it. This this notion of people getting drunk um, and and doing all kinds of crazy things and God forbid harming people, uh, you know, getting chasasholim yeshiva bachur and getting drunk, getting behind a wheel. Uh, you know, is uh, not just it's not just a chol Hashem and a chol to the chag. It's just it's just against everything that we stand for, and, and, and it is not a correct practice. Uh, how it's okay for for underage uh, bachrim to be drinking alcohol and alcohol at the levels that that's drunk on Purim is to me something that uh, I know makes Svigluk uh, from Mamudim's hair stand up, and, and and it's just not a right practice and and all these Rosh Hashivas that allow it they are they're guilty of irresponsibility and it is irresponsible on their part to allow to allow this to take place you take a little drink you rest for a few minutes I know myself it doesn't take me much to to, to shut my eyes for a few minutes and that's all you hire and and you fin you finish and, and, you know you you would say this mitzvah the Gemara tells the story that that two two uh Rub and Rub Zera were, were eating together and, and and what happened was uh, Rabba they got drunk and Rabba uh, it, it uses the term he slaughtered Rabbi Zera and, and and then the next day he asked for mercy that he should uh, be brought back to life so I, I know exactly what that means but the point was the so next year next year they they you know they want uh, Rabbi Zera wanted to have the suda again with Rabba and Rabba said I, I'm going to pass this year because not every year does a miracle happen and and, and I, I don't want to find out what happens to you when you get drunk. There's a very deep message in this story. It's not the way to go. It's not the right thing. We have to be. We have to be. We have to be very, very careful what we allow in our houses and what we allow our children and extended family to do uh, on Purim. Um, this, 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 this drive to the bottle is just wrong, and and it's not in the spirit. It's not part of Reus. That doesn't create Reus. Reus is you send a gift, you send child money. You go, you go and you visit an elderly person and you sit down with them. Um, there's a certain elderly person in the show that I read. I go in the morning and read Megillah to them every every year because that's what you do. That's the Reus. That's what they remember. That's the that's the touch that 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 you have to have if you help someone, if you bring them a, a meal when when they can't get it themselves. If, that's the spirit of Purim. That's the spirit of Mishal Manos. Uh, um, I wanted to say one last thing. So um, I mentioned this a few weeks ago. Uh, Purim, as we discussed at the beginning, Purim is Nisim She'enam Gulim. Purim is a miracle that's not openly revealed, right? If you read through the story, you can read the story any way you want it. Now, now, it's not, there was no fire from the sky. There was no the moon standing still like in the time of Yeshua. There was none of that. It was simply... Hashkocha uh, Pratis, uh, um, it's divine, divine intervention that runs through the entire story. That's the story of Purim. Now, 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 now um, we say in the in the in the Megillah, and sorry, Megillah, we say in Davening, that, that's also the message of Purim, that there are miracles with us all the time. 
Now, we don't always see those miracles. And the story of Purim is, and the message, the eternal message of Purim, is that we have to look for those miracles. Even if we don't see them, even if they're not obvious, we have to look for them. And, and, and that's supposed to be the way that we connect to HaKadosh Baruch. It's fascinating that, that one of the shittas in the Gemara is that the reciting of, uh, uh, reading on the Megillah replaces the reciting of Hallel. What is Hallel? Hallel is, is, is I connect to Hashem by showing unbelievable gratitude for the great things that he has done for me and for Am Yisrael. Gemara says, Kriyasa Zuhi Lula. If you read the Megillah, and, so what does that mean uh, to conclude this year? If, if you take away the message and you eternalize it in your life, that's the Hallel. That's the connection that you make with a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And that's why, and that's why um, we read Megillah and Shul, Pesume Nisa. We, we're supposed to publicize the miracle. We're supposed to tell people, here, these are the messages of Purim. These are the messages that dominate Jewish life. Let's take it to the next level. Let's create that connection to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And from there, we turn to Nisim Gluyim, the story of Pesach. And, and, and the Gemara says, Benisim Nigolu, Benisim Asidim if we could eternalize the message of Purim and we could eternalize what we're supposed to be thinking about, how we're supposed to feel, what we're supposed to be considering, and we could we could turn that to the Pesach with the open miracles. And maybe we, we could we, we could say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we want to connect with you at the highest level. And the only way we can connect you at the highest level is not having a shank bone on our Seder plate, but actually sitting and eating the Korban Pesach. So Mr. Shem, um, um, this year should be the year of that the, that the message of Purim should resonate in the lives of all the Jewish people and that should force our Kaddish Baruch to say Dayenu, if I may coin the phrase and, and bring the Geul Shlema in time for Pesach that we should be matire ourselves and we should be able to bring the Korban Pesach and, and, and indeed when we start learning 30 days before Pesach we're going to have to add an incentive not just how to kasher and not just how to get rid of the Chamesh but we're going to have to learn the halachas of the Korban Pesach because we're going to have to prepare ourselves for, for giving it thank you everyone for joining me tonight uh, we'll stop here um, I hope you enjoyed I hope I shared some nice insight with you um, and Mr. Shem, we should we should have a freyach and Purim, and we should we, the world should should become a peaceful place, and and, and all good things should should happen as a result of our behavior.